Oh no, it'd have to be a very heavy bonus for me to swallow, believe me. Andy, think about what you've said, young man. What a load of Codswallop. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I'm Gemma. I'm still James. And I might be Andy. Depends. (laughs) And what have you guys been up to this week? Um... Having things messed with inside my body. There you go. <laughs> but everything should be okay, hopefully. <laughs> Is anything ever okay with me? <laughs> well, no, not normally. <laughs> but, you know. As far as we're aware at the moment, I'm okay. So, touch wood. We all need to send uh, lots of love to James and positive thoughts, and then he'll be absolutely fine. Excellent. Well, thank you for the people who've sent me positive thoughts. Anyway, and thank you, Gemma, for prodding them to send me positive thoughts. Appreciate it. Oh, no, that's all right. Yeah, I just thought, you know, you could do with a little booster, so. And what's better than some social media love? Exactly. Some love from people you don't know. And we'll probably never meet, but it's the thought that counts. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. We love you too. Yeah, and the thing is, though, those people that did it would have done it because they do like you. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah, exactly. And Andy, what have you been up to? Well, you might want to go next. Yours might be shorter. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't really been doing anything, so... (laughs) I just... Working, 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 working. Nothing podcast-worthy, anyway. Eat, work, sleep, repeat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hit us, Andy. Hit us. Hit us with it. All right, well, I suggest you go and grab a a nice drink and a comfy cushion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, we might be in for the long haul. Yeah, no, 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 stuff like that. No, so uh, I wasn't getting my teeth whitening. There was no whitening of teeth. <laughs> was I right then? Were you getting your gob wired shot so that you can't speak anymore? Evidently not, no, because <laughs> it's fracking. <laughs> See, when you say it's not teeth whitening, are you sure you mean that it's, you know, when you say it's not whitening, it's just, you know, it's bleaching? There, there, there was no um, Richard Hammond or Jimmy Carr going on in my teeth. So there was my teeth are no long are not brighter than they were. <laughs> they are still nicotine and caffeine stained. Well, thing. good old fashioned British teeth then. Yeah, desperate need <laughs> yeah. of the hygienist to defend you. I was at the dentist uh, last week, and I have had my teeth thoroughly cleaned, so they're now very white. So I'm the one who should be taking that head. Yeah, don't worry, I will be booking myself in for a hygienist, good old scrub and clean up and another lecture on why I should floss. <laughs> James, just to clarify, can you get teeth whitening for fake teeth? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. I think what you meant, Gemma, he got a new pair of dentures. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it's not true. No, no, all lies, lies. My teeth, you see, it's, you, you'll never solve that one. Do I have veneer teeth or do I have real teeth? You see, you'll never know. I think there is. I think we just take you to the crunchiest food restaurant possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, just if you remember back to an episode where we spoke about it last, me and Andy are going to wait until you're asleep and then we're going to like try and pull your teeth out. <laughs> Good luck because I never sleep. <laughs> You'll sleep. I said on the episode, do you want to just sniff my hanky? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, please. <laughs> we'll just spike his drink with a bit of booze. Yeah. He'll never know. <laughs> you know it'll be out like a light. Yeah. <laughs> One wine gum and he'll be out. Oh, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be singing, I'll be running around the street, everything. Shocking. So, here, have some of my tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> the strong stuff. <laughs> so, Andy, you've been to the dentist. Yes, I've been to dentist and Lacey's been to the vets. So there's Lacey has her own little story that she needs to tell, which has stressed me out no end. But no, for me, I had two impacted wisdom teeth that I needed removing on my right side. And then the two teeth directly next to them also needed to be extracted. So I had the top two taken out the first session. And that's the first time I've ever had teeth removed, and I've never been so shell-shocked in all my life. I, I don't mind admitting I was wild-eyed and white-faced when I came off of that chair. Uh, yeah. The dentist did say to me that my roots were all intertangled, so it was a bit of a nightmare. Oh, bless you. And then I went back and had the bottom two taken out, and he had to cut into my jawbone and then had stitches in the gum. <sighs> Oh, yeah, that's got to hurt. But what really knocked me for six was two days after the first teeth were taken out, I caught a cold. So my body was trying to fight a cold and trying to heal itself. So I I could not function. I was making lots of mistakes at work, Uh, quite a few catastrophes. Um, (laughs) Things I should have been around for or wasn't around for because I was just too out of it. Mm. And then um, I've also – I haven't said anything – because I wasn't sure what was going on. But, um, you know, obviously I've got Lacey and Levi. Mm -hmm. And um, bless them, the previous owner had cancer and uh, I took them without any paperwork. And uh, turns out neither of them were spayed or neutered. Uh, Neither of them were chipped. So as soon as I found that up, I got Levi neutered straight away. Um, Like the following week, that went fine. Uh, And then with Lacey, because we couldn't tell, and with female cats, I'm sure some of our listeners know, it's very hard to tell. Even if you open them up and have a little rumble around, it's very difficult to tell whether they're being done or not. So uh, I asked, can you get a hormone test? And yeah, 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 you can get a hormone test. So Julie booked her in for a hormone test so they could take some bloods. And, you know, they do a little checkup, check the heart rate, fill the tummy, and they were like, uh, she been for a wee this morning? I was like, no, I don't think so. She, mm, I'm not sure if that's her bladder or a uterus. I think she might be pregnant. Uh, so, oh, my God. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm too young to be a single cat granddad. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, they, they were like, oh, well, um, bring her back next week when, when we got the results and, uh, you know, we can either see whether she's pregnant um, or, you know, what the results say. So I took her back and it was a completely different vet. And uh, he said, oh, no, the results aren't in, but let's have a little feel. And he went, no, I think she's definitely pregnant. We'll book her in for an ultrasound. Now, I've already spent £170 on the hormone test. <laughs> yeah. So the the ultrasound's now going to be £150. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, well, if she's pregnant, I'd rather know how many is she having, how far, what am I expecting? So let, let's get it done. And it would also tell us once and for all whether she's she's uh, she's pregnant. So I took her in last Thursday, and uh, turns out she's not pregnant. She had a uterus infection, so she was then spayed there Aww. and then. And that's a little cotton socks. And she had to have blood tests. So that whole that one day cost me three hundred and forty quid. <gasps> oh 
Oh my God, on, Andy. On top of the 170. You know, so that's it. She's got no Christmas presents and uh, no uh, no birthday presents for the next year. That's her. <laughs> Have you got pet insurance? No, because um, I, hadn't, you know, I, hadn't, I, hadn't, I didn't know if they were chipped. And obviously at the time I didn't know that whether they're um, being spayed. And then when I found out they hadn't, I thought, well, I might as well wait till they're all done. So there we go. So I've paid a twat tax. As, as uh, This is, I think, my annual Aww. twat tax that I've paid. I normally do make one stupid mistake a year, so quite literally oh. catastrophe. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, but bless you, she's doing well. She's uh, she had to go back this morning because she's um, rather than getting a cone, mm. I got a little cat jumper fitted. Yeah, I saw that was cute. <laughs> yeah, so you know, just because like when Levi had the cone, he had food down it, he was getting water down it. You know, bless him. So I thought with her, she can have a little jumper, but uh, she's been cleaning herself too much in the gap and it was all wet and she'd opened up her skin so i panicked thought she'd open up her stitches but no she's just been over cleaning one spot oh okay yeah. well that's yeah. was that another another 50 quid uh that was 15 quid for the the, the oh, visit right, and then. some uh downers for her so. look at it this way you've had Positives and negatives, because things are getting done. Things are moving forward. Yeah. I'm sorry that you've been through the agony of wisdom teeth removal, because yeah. I've not had it, but I can only, from people I know, it is a pretty shocking, painful experience. The first time it is, yeah, when you are when you don't know what you're expecting, mm. and the dentist has pretty much got his knee on your chin, yanking away and and rooting around, and you, you can feel it, but you can feel the sensation, but obviously you can't feel the pain. What I would say, Andy, that, I mean, the big problem you were saying, obviously, it's a surgery of any kind, is your body goes into shock as well, doesn't it? Because it's mm. having something done to it. However, my, however minute it is, your body is still having something done to it that it, it shouldn't be having done. And mm. it'll be thrown into shock. And if they pump you full of anti, uh, you know, uh, uh, any sort of anesthetic, that really does for me. No, it really no. does for me. I've I got me because I had um, fillings last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, because then I had to go back and get some filling work done, and um, that was f- like apart from I don't think he put enough in because I could feel pressure pain when he was drilling into the tooth, and I was like, ah, 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 ah. he was like, what? And I was like, I can't really describe. It's not painful, but I know what you're doing. It's different from what you were just doing on the other side, you know. So, um, but I didn't feel. So groggy afterwards. I said, yeah, I but think, didn't you get a tooth infection or a gum infection or something as well? So on the side where they took the teeth out, because the two teeth in front of the wisdom teeth were impacted, basically the, the wisdom tooth had basically pushed right the way through the enamel and into the centre of the, the tooth. So that then just exposed it to bacteria, so the teeth started to rot from the inside. Ooh, I tell you, when, when he snapped do. the tooth... To take it out, the smell. I had to look at him and go, "Is that is that me, or is that your breath?" You know, it was that kind of like, "Fuck me." Um, so I have been having sort of periodic um, infections of the gums. So I'm now on antibiotics now for for another three days. But Cordacil and me have become very good friends. But at least the antibiotics will hopefully clean out, you know, clear everything up. As should they. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. God, so. But, yeah, not fun. No. 
So no. I've, I've been through the mill. Yeah, I think we should talk about this for a tiny bit longer and then uh, change the subject, to be honest, because I know you said last week that um, you were going to pick another accent to uh, annoy the other uh, listeners, but I think that topic might have put people off listening. <laughs> <laughs> As I was gagging. Yeah. Yeah. So bless her. Andy and his rotten teeth. Yeah. There's a there's a name for the episode, Andy and his rotten teeth. Yeah. It's <laughs> old yellow, mate. We're gonna have to take you back and shoot you. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so ladies, I'm single and I'm such a good catch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only missing four yeah. of my own teeth. <laughs> yeah. And only got two fillings. You know. <laughs> and uh when there's gin. Invitus, gingivitis. Oh, very good. I thought we banned puns from this show. I know Eddie got a pass. Uh, no, we banned James doing puns. Oh. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> no, we've successfully banned you from doing uh, puns because you haven't done it since. <laughs> I think it helped. I mentioned the catastrophe that, uh, you know, catastrophe, cat catastrophe. Come on, yeah. Oh, yeah, it just went over the top of our heads. It obviously wasn't that good. Mm. <laughs> well, what can I say? Or James is too just too subtle for his own good. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think that's probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because uh, obviously I missed the show and um, I heard the woeful impersonations of me. <laughs> I thought they were really good. No, no, they're, they're, it was still, <laughs> tinged, still <laughs> tinged with the regional accent. Well, no. we can but try. But, yeah, yeah, but I, I was doing your voice with bad teeth. So I was going, no, I just can't do it. I just can't speak right now. I can't speak because my, my, my mouth is all swollen and I sound really drunk. Yeah. Were you drooling everywhere? Huh? Oh, yeah, drinking was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was a right dirty laugh then. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know I shouldn't have been, but I was also trying to smoke as well, so trying to sort of drag on a cigarette when half your mouth is gone. It's like yeah. every time I want a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, you probably had a nice well, I was gonna say nice wet end, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> a nice moist tip. Mm. Yeah. I <laughs> oh, can get your mouth down there, can you? Yeah. I had a ripple ripple while I was there. Well, she couldn't feel anything. Did you ever know? Yeah. <laughs> what well, did he lose sensation there as well? Or was it just his mouth? <laughs> well, I had to bring it off of my shoulder when I sat down in the chair. He was, uh-huh. was going to stick the needle in there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, ladies. Got bad teeth. He's single, but he ends well in doubt. <laughs> Hung like the elephant, man. <laughs> oh dear I was going to say something else yeah. then, but I was like no <laughs> <laughs> but on the subject Stop of accents um, after you guys have said that you were going to try and get me I was listening to another podcast and one of my hometown guys was on there and that was Ricky Gervais okay. and I thought to myself thank <clears throat> god I moved away from Reading when I did because I could have ended up sounding like Ricky Gervais because that's our that's the accent from Reading is is his accent I'm trying to think what he sounds like right now because I don't really watch that much with him in so it's kind of like uh. it's almost farmerish there's just 
I've only just realised because one of my f- old school friends told me uh, last year when we all got together mm. that there's two accents. And if you're old school, you've got quite a country accent. Uh, yeah. so you sound like a farmer. So, you know, the. To be honest, you do, you personally do sound a bit farmerish, to be honest. Yeah. I, it's, I, I grew up here 86 to 94. I didn't move to Northampton until I was 14. And I stayed there for 10 years, no, 20 years. Um, you know, and in Northampton, they, they talk like this, you know, going into 10. Yeah, instead yeah. of going into town. You don't sound like that, though. No, thank God for that, you know. But I've, so I've got a hybrid between the two. Um, so, yeah, I think I – and I grew up in Tylerst, um, and that's right on, on the country lines of, of Reading. So, yeah, I definitely do have a bit of country in me. Yeah. <laughs> so you can leave me alone then. <laughs> no, because like, you're an easier target, and I still can't no, do your – No, again, e- that's a Somerset accent, not a Dorset accent. You know what it is? I keep going into Vicky Pollard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, you've never ever been able to do my accent properly. No, I can't do any accent you've properly. Done... <laughs> Apart from Somerset, you can do Somerset. Somerset quite well. Yeah. <laughs> Try doing a Welsh one. It's a pretty shitty city. <laughs> twin, uh, uh, twin town. Twin town. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, from the valleys. <laughs> yes. It's a pretty city. Pretty shitty <laughs> city. <laughs> you were going rather Pakistani then, almost. Yeah, that's the common mistake, isn't it, with the Welsh? It's true, because you slide, it can slide. Uh, yeah. With, from one with to the, the Welsh other. accent, by the way, not with just Welsh it's people cool. in general. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not, no, yeah. Let's not offend that demographic. <laughs> Either of them. No. <laughs> Yes, I do love the Welsh accent. I bet James, being the voice man, has can master quite a few of our regional accents. <sighs> Depends where yeah, I'm doing. On. I mean, doing a Wales is the Welsh is difficult. Depends on where you're doing from Wales, but mm. um, I need to generally listen to something before I do it. But um, you just listen to me and Andy do it. I don't <laughs> think I can typically do your accents that easy. I'd have to really work at it, but. Speaking with a Welsh accent, yeah, it's not. I can't. I don't know how easily I can do it. To be honest, come back. You kind of need to sort of go start with the phrase like "boyo." What right there, boyo? What's- yeah, you've got to make your voice go up and down as well. Yeah, like it's on a roller coaster. But I turned into a Geordie then. <laughs> you were almost Fireman Sam. What was that? Um, I uh, yeah, I know, Mrs. Fireman Baggins. Sam. I'm in Sam. I don't know. Uh, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's not the first time that somebody's told me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Pat. <laughs> that was near to Geordie. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was my accent for Geordie. But no, it's like, oh, hello, Pat. <laughs> Thank you for the post. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get on a topic? Oh, why not? <laughs> James managed to dodge a bullet with a, without doing an accent. But no, James, if you've got any accents, then feel free to do them. Okay. If you can do mine, do mine. Okay. Well, well, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Okay. So we won't ever come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've got. I've written it down. James to do a Scouse accent. What you want to do a Scouser? Are yeah. right there? All right there, mate. So why do you want me to do a Scouse accent? Because hey, I'm a big Liverpool fan, as is Jim. And do you wear, like, yeah. do you have one of those big curly wigs? No, I've got my own curly hair. 
Há meio um shell suit. É, 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 é. The other question is like, do you find yourself out of going out wearing a tracksuit? You're going a bit Scottish now, well, James. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone in America's gone, what have they just said? Yeah. Who are these people? Yeah. Do you get subtitles for podcasts? <laughs> yes, with this one you will. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. so has anyone got any uh, cod swallop they want to... Oh, that's a good idea. Anything they want to vent? Yes, it was our venting section. What a load of cod swallop. Did you, did you like, by the way, did you like the little um, soundbite that I got for that? Yes. Which was. Yeah, that was actually a, uh, a, a friend of mine called Steve Ashton um, ah, did Steve. that for us. Yeah. So... He's he's going to come back on the show again, not just to do that, but to talk to us. So that'll be quite fun. But yeah, have you got any cod swallop this week, anyone? I think Andy's vented very well for all of us, to be honest. I don't know if we can actually <laughs> go past any of his problems. He is he's hit a level. I've got one for you. <laughs> oh my oh, god, god you've got more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let, let me just going to flick to another letter in the alphabet. <laughs> okay. We've done C and D, so let me go to P. So parking. Oh. Right. Oh, I hate parking. So residential parking. Okay. So when you don't have a- I know where you're I know where you're going with this because you've once told me before. Yeah. But yeah, go on. So if you don't have assigned parking, but it's kind of an unwritten or you know, unspoken knowingness of the community of who parks where and when a legitimate and peaceful request yeah <laughs> how pissed off can you be with new people who park in your space take the tires yeah do you, uh, how passive aggressive do you, do you just like let it go or do you put a passive aggressive note on the windshield like hey don't didn't know if you knew but you know this belongs to this number and they belong to that number or do you go... I've got to ask, Andy, how do you emphasise that hey? That's like camp hey in your note. H-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-Y, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Do you then put like a smiley face at the end of it yeah, as well? Yeah, smiley face, open bracket, okay, lol, close bracket. <laughs> at which point is... the person who sees it go, this person's nuts. Yeah. And, and a nice little gift basket as well, you know. Of cat poo. No, no, a proper gift basket because it's passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Or when they move their car, you could just put a cone there. Oh, no, what I did the other day was actually I moved my car into that spot. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as they left, I was like out the door. Mm. (laughs) I can imagine you being like out the window with your binoculars. (laughs) I was still in my boxer shorts with my toothbrush in my mouth. I was like, ah, get in that spot. I know I'm leaving in half an hour, but I'm moving the car as principles. Yeah. No. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know what to do. It's like, because, I mean, I've actually got my own spot in front of my garage, but my, it's kind of in a locked compound. So it was a bit of a ball leg to get out of the car, take the padlock off, open the gates, you know, park up. So me and my next door neighbor, we've, well, I've inherited my spot, but they, they park alongside their house. And then the previous owners then parked in front of them and then that's sort of like our two parking spaces but some people have moved in like five doors down they've got two cars and either one of their cars will be parked on that corner 
And I've never seen them um, like to talk to them. I've just seen them running backwards and forwards. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, what do you do? Do you, do you just suck it up, princess, or do you say something? Mm. I mean, is there is there actually a place where you can park your car if they're cars where you would normally park? Yeah, it's it's not particularly pleasant place to to leave it because it's sort of on off of a, a corner um, next to some like hedging, or I can actually put my car in front of the garage, um, you know, and take the extra three minutes that it will take me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was kind of leaning towards suck it up, princess, to but, be honest. But but the reason why you, I do like you don't own the roads, kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, yeah, if you've got that unwritten rule. Because uh, the reason why I park there predominantly is one of my friends has a very expensive car, mm-hmm. so when he comes to visit me, he can, I just put him straight into the garage, right? Uh, so into the compound and not the gates, so I never have to worry because my car, you know, is there, so I don't have to worry about go- hunting for another car parking space if you know if everyone's around. So it's a kind of Two two things. There's me being lazy, and also opportunity to enforce. This is my car spot. I'm always parked here. Don't you ever have the audacity to park here. Well, legally, you're going to be going off my own experience and dealing with parking issues in my former life. The difficulty you'll have is that legally, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have a right to the spot. No, you don't. No, that's what I say. It's kind no. of an unspoken. I think you're going to have to suck it up on this one, I'm afraid. Yeah. You could potentially say to them, "Chance, you could park in a certain spot," but the problem you're going to have is that they can just turn around and say, "Well, no, I'm, I'm going to park wherever I can park," and you, you stymied at that point, basically. Yeah. Just, I know my next door neighbour. If it was their spot, cause on the day I moved in, I had the I didn't appreciate it obviously because no one had told me. I parked my car in their spot. And they grumbled at me. I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like for, I'm not going to, I don't particularly want to make a big, uh, I don't want to make it into an argument, but it's a kind of like, do you keep the, the harmony and not say anything? Or do you sort of say well, no, out of can, sort of British politeness? You, you could, you could, yeah, because I mean, you know where they live, right? I know that one of the house, I think, I think I know the house that they're in. Okay, so... You could either, um, you could either wait for, to see them on the roadside. Don't, don't just keep going, just keep going in and out the house until <laughs> no, they no, go to just, their car. No, just like, yeah, wait until you see one of them go to the car sort of thing and then nip out and just have like a polite word and just say to them, look, you know, I know that I don't own the road, but you know, just do it nicely and say to them, you know, um, is there any chance that you could move your car down a bit because this is normally where I would park my car, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, or if you were feeling up to it, like maybe go and speak to them at their house. But, you know, I mean, that's a bit more intrusive, mm. isn't it? Like going to their house. So that's why I said like maybe at the side of the road. But, yeah, don't, if yeah. you're... Don't turn it to good fellas. Yeah. No, it's it's that kind of it's that how it's maintained is is for me it's like just maintaining the overall street harmony because I think a lot of countries not just the UK but a lot of countries have have historically had a community spirit in their in their areas whether it just be one street or a couple of streets and we don't really have that anymore no no I suppose in my road 
no we don't actually because i was gonna say my road we do a bit but then that's because when i park my car it's in a drop curb yeah um because i'm literally parking outside of our our driveway sort of yeah. thing um driveway that we don't use as a driveway because my mum's got it all beautiful and pretty and stuff mm. but you know quite often there are cars that are parked sort of you know other side of our our um our property line so mm. to speak but like i i'm just like oh well people are gonna park when they're gonna park but my mom gets really frustrated mm. and i'm like you don't even drive why are yeah. you frustrated <laughs> as long as my parking space is there that's all that matters that's, to me that's it <laughs> yeah but i think so. it's where you've still got the older generation yeah. Or I'd say the older generation, but we've still got the generations of families who have been there for decades and decades. I think you've still got that spirit amongst that group. But I think as m- newer families move in of different ages, I think that's where the spirit kind of breaks down. Well, part of the problem you now have when it comes to cars is nothing was really designed for the number of cars people now have. So Yeah, exactly. You'd be lucky at one stage, say when my house was built, which was like the 50s, you'd be lucky if you got, if somebody had a car. Yeah. And now you've got people with two, three plus cars. Yeah. So driveways are filled up, road areas are filled up. Um, I'm also curious, Gemma, what is a driveway not a driveway? No, it's because um, it's basically, it's like uh, out the outside of our, the front of our house. Okay. Um, but it's all got the nice paving mm-hmm. sort of slabs and stuff like that. And yeah, it's more of a decorative thing. We've never used it as a, as an actual driveway. It's not proper hard standing, is it? It's, yeah. It's patio slabs laid on corners of concrete rather than proper hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that flagging kind of effect you know what i mean but um yeah basically like and also if i was to park my car on there at any form of oil or anything like that water drip on it <laughs> then oh my god i'd be killed even though it was my car that did it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was thinking whether we come to one of those mind bending ones like when is this not this yeah it's kevin <laughs> smith if nobody turns it to a panel is a panel still have is a panel still happened <laughs> <laughs> but no uh yeah so it's just it's just for a world of peace and quiet it is so much easier just to park my car on the road <laughs> what, what i suggest andy's what to you know to, to deal with the situation just find a, a nice pillow and scream into it and you'll be mm. fine just bring my kitties in for a hug yes yeah don't scream into them. No, 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 no. no just squeeze no. them gently. Yes, gently is the key word. Don't take your rage out on the animals. Yeah. Well, your eyeballs are popping out. Why is this? <laughs> Let's pop them back in. <laughs> <laughs> no harm to animals has That's occurred it. during this cuddle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Say hello just to prove it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's creepy. Who was that? <laughs> is that, that one? Uh, yeah, is that you, Gemma? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh god, it's getting very unnerving now. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the section of weird animal <laughs> voices. Yeah. <laughs> was that a real purr for a minute? I was like, you and no, there was no pairing the. One's asleep far away, the other one's licking herself to death. Okay. On the floor. 
Interesting. No, I think I think it was me just meowing still. Yeah. So. Yeah. Ooh, Gemma's hybrid of the cat. Excellent. Mm. <laughs> Who needs a cat when you can make the sounds of one, eh? Um, so let's go with a random thought then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I had a random thought the other day and I was out having a cigarette and sort of down the side of our house is kind of like a walkway. And like, I just imagined, you know, like if a, if a dinosaur's head Apparently, oh big as dinosaurs this much. No, no. If a dinosaur's head all of a sudden appeared around the side of your house, how long do you think it would take you to react to it? Because obviously, it's something you would never really see. A couple of seconds. And how would you react? Like, be like, ah! what the fuck? <laughs> that, that'd <Yeah>. be mine. Because <laughs> I don't know. Because I think I'd probably stand there for like a good. 20 seconds i'll probably be at by them but you know um 20 seconds being like what's that you know kind of like in disbelief of what i'm really seeing i think i'd just be able like what the fuck yeah what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh that was good uh, uh, and then <laughs> glad i brought that one up <laughs> yeah my, my brain would process it as a threat mm. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think mine would too, but it would be like the mystery of what's going on. You know, I don't understand. Alternatively, I think you probably what might pass through your mind is me looking and go, "Well, I'm going to go. This is an interesting way to go." <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who who else can say it was eaten by a dinosaur? Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> <laughs> I see if I can find it. My friend posted something on one of our social media accounts. And it had me in stitches. And it was about a uh, a dinosaur. There we go. So she, um, you know, on Facebook, you've got the X number of years ago, you posted this. <laughs> yeah. So she, yep. she found an advert, and I assume it's a proper advert from the rugby area. And it says, found, five foot tall velociraptor, very bitey, may have come from bad home. He doesn't answer to anything. He's very angry. Please come and collect before midday on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we need to get that reprinted and put up somewhere. (laughs) I'll uh, screenshot it, but I'll I'll take the person's name out of it. Yeah, we'll put it on a (laughs) T-shirt. Wear it to Comic-Cons on the the back of our (laughs) T-shirts. Well, people do seem to like photographing my back, so... Yeah, well, I mean, you, it was only because you forgot to take cards, I know. but yeah. It's still still very different, I must say, to have you people going, I want to take a photo of your butt, okay. Okay, I've got one for you. Okay. Right, so let's hear the views on Marmite peanut butter that's coming out. Good or bad? No, 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 and thrice no. Affront to humanity oh. from Andy. Yeah. Peanut butter okay. does not even deserve to live. <gasps> Andy! Andy, think about what you've said, young man. Satay sauce is one thing. <laughs> but that atrocity that is peanut butter. Oh, oh dude, I live on peanut butter. Oh, oh please don't say you put jam with it as well. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes. Oh, oh Andy, you weirdo. <laughs> no, just give but... me good old original Marmite. <laughs> No, I have to say, I like Marmite, I like peanut butter, 
but I couldn't imagine putting the two together. See, I reckon they could work. They're both pretty salty things, aren't they? So I can see how it mm. it could be worth trying. I mean, what are the sort of yeah. weird food combinations have you guys tried that would be unexpected? Chocolate Philadelphia. Ooh, yeah. Which is actually really nice. I've had that. That is nice. Yeah. One I haven't tried, but I saw last week on the Stand Up to Cancer uh, Great British Bake Off was Paul mm-hmm. Hollywood's chocolate crumpets. Oh. No, that, what, like chocolate sauce? Or? No, no, as in chocolate uh, crumpets then served with a cherry jam. So it was the normal crumpet recipe, but then you add cocoa to it, to the, Ooh, to the yeah. batter. Oh. I can see that, that was, working. Yeah, because also it's, it'll be sweet yet savoury at the same time. So that was like, apparently that yeah, sent... that sounds quite nice. It sent Twitter into a complete shitstorm. As as always, <laughs> you know, people writing in all caps, you know. But uh, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> the purists out there, you know. <laughs> but it's a bit. No, I mean, yeah. Sorry. No, no, go on, Gemma. Sorry. Okay, I was going to say that I just I like um I like crumpets, uh, but I like that idea mm. that chocolate crumpets. That sounds like a very inventful inventful idea. Sounds right? lovely, but yeah. it's not something that you immediately. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Nutella on crumpets. A crumpet? No, but, I wouldn't. But then I don't really have chocolate not... on bread anyway, so I don't have chocolate on toast or anything like that. So for me but to mix Nutella sweet and savoury together is a very odd combination to do. But Nutella isn't actually chocolate, though, is it? Yeah, it's chocolate and hazelnut spread. Oh, okay. Okay, but then, I thought it was just made of nuts. But then, <laughs> but then when you think about the idea of mixing sweet and savoury, have you had chocolate ever with chilies in it? I've se- Again, I've seen it, but I've like, no, it's not for me. I like my chilies and I like my chocolate. Oh, see, I don't like chilies, so I wouldn't. Yeah, It does work well. I mean, I can yeah. see why people are against it, but it does work well. It's quite an interesting thing to try. I mean... I'll sort of try most foods. I've done many, many moons ago. I've done the deep fried Mars bar, which is probably one of the most horrific things you could ever imagine eating. Yeah. It did work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a famous treat from Scotland, that one, isn't yeah. it? Uh, they did well on that one. That really, uh, yeah. Well done, we Scotland. Jesus Christ. Of all the things they could be, and I'm part Scottish, of all the things they could be known for, deep fried <laughs> chocolate. And deep fried pizza as well, don't they? Because it's pretty much, it's, yeah. you can take oh. anything in and they will. Then the chip shop would batter it and throw it. Shocking! Them. Yeah. Shocking! So, uh, but uh, for on Shrove Tuesday when we do the proper pancakes, not the big fluffy ones, but you know, like the very thin ones, I will do lemon juice, sugar, and strawberry jam fillings. Mm. Um, that sounds nice. But I'd only have a couple of them. But the, the rest of them, like the other ten that I've had beforehand, will be cheese and ham. Yeah, I prefer savoury. Yeah, but sort of with a nod to tradition, I go, all right, I'll put the lemon juice and sugar on, and then just for an extra bit of luxury, I'll put a bit of strawberry jam on. Have either of you ever made the banana pancakes, which is just two I've ingredients? I've heard about them. They do work. I've heard about – yeah, because I they're actually uh, – I think it was a recipe that was brought out by Slimming Wheel, mm-hmm. which is a UK – diet for any international listeners but yeah i think i think that was actually created by them because it's actually low low in calories or low in sins or 
whatever it is. Sorry, go on though. Yeah. But I've made that. I've made that a few times. It actually works well. So it's simply just you mash up a banana or you can split it in blender, I guess. Then you just throw an egg in and fry it, and it seems to work very well. It's quite a nice alternative, to be honest. My only issue with that is it contains banana. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say maybe we could serve some of those to um, Andy and see if he just like doesn't notice that there's banana in it. I think he'd probably tweak. <laughs> My banana yeah. spices uh, senses would be uh, flaring. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just deep fry you some haggis, Andy? It'll all be fine. Oh, oh no. I'll tell you what I did oh. see. Do you not like? I love haggis. Good. Oh. Love it. No. I saw what, um, again, on watching a lot of TV, was on, see last week's in, Inside the Factory? No. So they, they did pizza, um, and they were up in Scotland, and the owner, at the end of the show, did um, a haggis pizza. And it looked looked absolutely delicious. Haggis, I, mean, I, I love it. I'm probably biased because my grandmother was feeding me when I was younger. Uh, you know, being, she uh, was Scottish, obviously, but... Um, but yeah, I love. If you had haggis, Andy, I've had it once, and to be honest, the the taste of it was absolutely disgusting. But it yeah. wasn't the haggis; mm. it was the way it had been cooked. Yeah. The oil yeah. was was old and dirty, so it had a really greasy, dirty, oily taste. Yeah, that's rather hard. than the kind of tripey taste that you would expect. Because I love black pudding, so yeah. to me, it's just no. A, see, I don't like black pudding either. Because the the because no, I have tried I have tried both of them yeah. as well, but yeah, no, not for me, not for me. I think it was because the black. Uh, I think because the haggis was a bit spicy tasting, like some sort of ingredient or whatever that they put in to make it a bit spicier. And no, if I know it sounds stupid, but if if meat t- tastes too meaty to me, I I don't really like it. So. I'm like I mainly eat like chicken and turkey kind of as a meat. I like that wording, that, the way you said that. Beet tastes too meaty. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like my my mum's uh, my mum's boyfriend. She sorry, he works on a farm and he brought these sausages that were really really meaty tasting, mm-hmm. and I didn't like them one bit. I think I need to have breadcrumbs, <laughs> you know. Other than the fact that Jeremy's now destroying the, the view of haggis. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just my view of haggis. So I know that there are people out there that are going to love it. You know, I've just got, you know, I've got a specific kind of, I'm not that fussy when it comes to food, but I don't like specific things. So if, you know, like I don't like uh, overly spicy food, I don't like garlic or onion, you know, sort of the typical smelly type foods. <laughs> Um, so those kind of things, and parsnips as well. Well, the thing is, if we were if we all like the same thing, where the fun in that be? But I think for things like haggis, I think Andy. I mean, I'm not saying you would like them, Jimmy. From what you said, you probably wouldn't. But Andy was on the money when he was saying that a lot of it is to do with the preparation, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I have had I have had haggis yeah. before. It just didn't work. Yeah, so no, but then I had it as a breakfast type meal, so it was kind of. Because uh, I went to Edinburgh a couple of years back, and um, basically they served it like there was a um, typical Scottish breakfast. So they had the tat- tats, tatties, mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Tatties? Yeah, but t- tatty scones. 
Are you sure this was what? breakfast? <laughs> yeah, no, it it had it had um it had potato there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. No, you got your potato. Where the hell, Andy? Where the hell are you? Did- I don't know. I I don't know where that came from. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, they had uh, you know like beans breakfast breakfasty type stuff and then um they had black pudding and haggis as well with it and i i did try it and i did eat the entire thing like the whole entire bits of haggis and, and black pudding i knew that i didn't like black pudding but i was just like oh, i'll give it another go you know and no, I think I think it's because I know that black pudding is blood, basically. So it's kind of like, uh. do you know what someone said again on TV that, or was it on a podcast? It was very interesting. Do what? you eat steak? I certainly do, Gemma. I do. I do sometimes. Yes. Do you eat chicken and meat? Yes. So everything that you have that's meat contains blood. Correct. No, yeah, I get it. And all black pudding is is cooked blood which is what you get in your steaks and all your meats it was on um, jimmy and jamie's uh, friday night feast they made loads of stuff out of black pudding out of blood blood bread blood pasta uh, oh, oh yes no i can imagine it's so rich in iron it's, yeah. it's it's such a fantastic cooking ingredient it's just getting hold of fresh blood because everything that we get comes in powder form. The episode that the talking cops yeah. <laughs> turned into vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a sudden spate of killings around where Andy lives. Yeah. <laughs> we know yeah. who he is. Levi's giving me some very nervous looks now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's just... I just think it's the concept of... I just don't like the taste of it either, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. I think with a lot of foods, you've got to have them when you're young. Yes, yeah. Yes. One of our listeners who posted upon it, Facebook, I think about what foods you don't like that other people like, and both Gemma and I commented on it, because I am not a fan of cream of tomato soup. does nothing for no. me. doesn't work for me at all. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't like that either because I used to get given it when I was a child when I was ill. So every time I eat it now, I have memories of being ill. So I actually feel physically sick when I eat tomato soup. Oh dear. Yeah. So it's that, it's it's that strong association that it actually triggers my mind to making myself feel sick. It does not. Have, it's so weird. Thankfully, it does not have that much impact on me. It's just that I didn't like it. And I kept being given it. <laughs> yeah. It's just the same for me with um, courgette slash zucchini and uh, eggplant and aubergine. I, you know, having a Lancashire hot pot or a moussaka, mm. or it would oh, make me gag. It's that texture, though. It was the sliminess. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat them, but I know what you mean. There's that sliminess to it. Yeah. Crochets in particular. Yeah. It's like um, my mum does a uh, stew occasionally. So it's got like, just for people that don't know, it's like gravy and it's got like ve- all vegetables, bit of meat in it and whatnot. You just kind of throw it all together. We were talking the other day and it was like, because I used to really like her stew. And, you know, I used to really, you know, eat loads of it sort of thing. But then all of a sudden I stopped liking it and like we just trying to work out. It turned out, you know, go back to the fact that I said I don't like parsnip. Turned out she was putting parsnip in as a new thing. Mm. But because I really didn't like it, I could really taste it. 
and it was putting me off completely eating it. She's taking it out and it's uh, it's gone back to being nice again. So <laughs> No, but you're right. You're absolutely right on that. It's As soon as you know there's an ingredient in there you, you don't like, you'll stop eating it. Yeah, but the thing was I didn't even know that she'd been putting parsnip in. It was just the fact that it tasted different and I didn't like it. Yeah, you know? because you knew. Yeah. I, I've got a friend who doesn't like um, prawns. Mm, I love prawns. And... Um, then mum had finally chopped some prawns into a dish. And she said, you know, I couldn't taste the prawns per se, but I knew they were in there. I instinctively knew they were in there. And they would yeah. never normally be in there. So your senses are a lot more... Wired. ...than you think. Yeah. Yeah. And another food that I find very difficult to handle, it would be interesting to see what you two think of this, is things that are in aspic. What's that now? Aspic. It's um, sort of like a jelly uh, product. And you'll, I mean, I can handle it on, say, a pork pie, something like that. That I like. Uh, but it's no. when you get sort of, well, actually, the best example is something like prawns in aspic. I think I've got better, but since when I was younger, I used to have real problems eating them. It was a real well, issue that. Anything that's jelly, so gelatine, jello, you know, tomato, that bit in the middle of the tomatoes, it makes me gag. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can never swallow. You know, I'd be a rude, an awful boyfriend. <laughs> so Anne's never going to be a jiggle then. Yeah. <laughs> Took Gemma a couple of seconds there. <laughs> you got that very quickly. That's my plan of making money out you, Andy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh no, you'd have to be a very heavy bonus for me to swallow. Believe me. <laughs> Dear me. Birthdays are Christmas only. <laughs> <laughs> Can't whore Andy out. I'll just start my next business plan. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. But actually, still on the subject of food, mm-hmm. does anyone remember Tesco's bringing out a lasagna sandwich? No. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> basically, they, it it did happen. It is a real thing, but it didn't happen for very long because obviously it was far too many calories, and it was like. Well, you imagine it to be pretty gross, really. Mm. It was a whole lasagna, you know, like a little one, obviously, the size of a typical prepackaged sandwich. Yeah. And then it was obviously two slices of bread, white bread, and cut up. And then it was, you had to sort of eat that. Oh, dear. But yeah. No, God, it's like, you know, that's so, so much. Isn't it? Uh, like, I never had one myself. I found so I can't pic- really. Comp- I think I found a picture of it. Have you? It is. Oh, God, I found it. Wow. Yeah. Now, Gemma has shown she has a very good memory. This is from nine years ago. Wow, see? Um, it was the supermarket <laughs> claims me. a world first and even presented it as a, you ready for this, a healthy option. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that healthy? It, can't, it I, I swear it was only on the shelves for like a month at the most. So Maybe two at the most. It's 595 calories with 24 grams of fat. Jeez. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. So it was equivalent yeah. of two McDonald's cheeseburgers. Forty percent of a man's maximum daily calories. Oh my god! See that is it's just insane, isn't it? Somebody has thought that up. Occasional treat: the lasagna sandwich from Tesco contains the same amount of fat as two McDonald's cheeseburgers. Oh, I didn't realise that was supposed to be an occasional treat. <laughs> you end up eating them daily because you become addicted to them. Yeah. <laughs> Supersize me. I've, I've honestly had to change my travel into the office because before I hit the M4, if I go the shortest route, there's a McDonald's. Uh-huh. And when you're sat at the traffic lights and you know you're about to come to the traffic lights, sometimes it's 
you find yourself gravitating into the filter lane that takes you off to McDonald's for a double yeah. sausage muffin, no egg, times two. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, what's your um, what's your McDonald's breakfast then? Because mine is usually two hash browns and a large latte. Two double sausage, no egg, and a latte. Okay. <laughs> nice large latte there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to keep you going. Yeah, <laughs> and you keep you keep the little stickers right, so you can get your free one, right? No. What? Okay, Andy, you need to start putting them on the card and just sending them to me then, please. Because mm. <laughs> no, what I normally do is I hand them my mug and say, just pour it into there for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't ever get a card? No. Oh, <laughs> okay. So you're kind of protecting the environment in that way. I am, yes. I'm going green. Yes. <laughs> but I, do you do this as well in supermarkets? You know when they do the back to term and they, they used to do these... The vouchers for computers, and then it was yep. sports equipment. Them, yeah. Obviously, yep. having no ankle biters of my own, I would just say, I'll just keep them for the next person or give them to the person behind me. Mm. Or did you take them and give them to a relative or friend? Uh, I think they ended up being collected by sort of family members, if I memory serves me, but I, it's that long ago. I don't even know if they even still make the vouchers, do they? I never get offered them, so people obviously just look at me and think, she's clearly not a mother. <laughs> she's on a register. She's on a register. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely no. not. <laughs> they look at me and think she's far, far, far uh, too relaxed to be a parent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She doesn't look like she's about to kill somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I'm about ready to kill people, but you know, like I obviously hide that emotion well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no, I don't. I don't think. I'm... Yeah, it's true, Lister. She's hiding that emotion right now. Can you think yeah. which two people she wants to kill? <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you do. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait. You've got the audio in. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry. I've already got James's. I yeah. know how bad that's going to sound. But um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't even need to do that as a joke. <laughs> it's fine. Ash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you two need to stop picking on me. My mum says that I'm lovely. <laughs> <laughs> My mum says I'm the specialist person in the whole widest world. <laughs> oh, and no one can take that away from me. No. Well, we can. Yeah. We'll try. We will. <laughs> I'll tell Miss of you. <laughs> oh, and what does your dad say about you, James? I don't know. He's never around. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only truth. He, he says stuff like, you know, come around and see me, spend some time with me, and invariably I turn up and he's out. <laughs> oh, do you tell him beforehand that you're coming, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why he's gone out. Yeah. Um, no, oh, he's currently away. He's away on business at the moment. So, yeah, I think he's... Uh, but, no, he's... We, we get on well. We seem to be able to handle each other and look after one yeah. another, so it's good. He's been looking after me since I came out of hospital, so... Yeah. So it's all been good. Yeah, he's been doing his good old dad duties. He has, he has. Yeah, which is good. His first question in hospital, when the nurse picked up the telephone, when I was properly coming round, I heard the conversation uh, from Emily, the nurse. She was going, yes, 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 uh, He's, yeah, he's awake. Yeah, he's, he's up. He's drinking a cup of coffee, so you know I'm all, all right at that point. He's having some water. No, he's not been sick. <laughs> <laughs> Is he worried about his car at that point? He was worried about his car, but also, the, yeah, I do. I rap very badly to anaesthetic, so. Yeah. 
Oh, did you, and were you sick at all? No, I was. What right? happened is I absolutely uh, begged them to pump me with as much anti-sickness stuff as possible, and they gave me truckloads of it. Oh wow! So you're never going to be sick again? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Ralphie is a thing of the past. I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> yeah, if you ask for it. Well, ah, okay, I'll give you an insight. The anesthesiologist, sorry, I've got told off for using that word. That's an American, isn't the actual term that's told? Is anesthetist, yeah, that's yes. what the man told me. Yeah. We had that anesthesiologist, we're anesthetists. Um, is that you give an anti sickness medication anyway, but it. Regardless, if you need it, but if you uh, are real concerned, they can pump you full of it, and they'll make they'll overly work on the idea of keeping you hydrated. But mm-hmm. the different the reasons why you end up being sick a lot of the time are um, there are various different factors that can play. the amount of time they keep you unconscious for will uh, pay, play into it because they've got to pump you full of more stuff. But a lot of the time, it's morphine that you respond badly to. So if you're having oh, a real yeah, if you're having a really big bout of surgery or surgery of you know, any sort of surgery they're going to pump you full of morphine and that's what generally makes you sick but because what I had I was only under for say for about three quarters of an hour max they don't need to pump you full of as much stuff so a word to the wise Ooh. yeah yeah because I remember um, morphine I mean you know not from myself but somebody yeah. that I you know knew using it um, the yeah, it's it's not it is a horrible, horrible yeah. drug. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how people use it as a sort of as a drug that they enjoy taking. Do you know what I mean? Like a rec- Re- recre- recreational. Yeah. Yeah. Gemma says the wrong word again. <laughs> I think what it Gemma dumb fuck up a word. <laughs> dumb fuckery. Um, yeah. I think it's because I when I was administered morphine uh, many, many years ago for an operation. Um, well, it's when I severely broke my elbow. Uh, they gave me it before that. Uh, I, the, I think it was about 15 at the time. What I remember is you go from being in quite a lot of pain and shock, and then you literally will just, it's, you're relaxed almost instantaneously, it's bringing you down, bringing you down, bringing you down. So I can see why people would, yeah. would enjoy it for that impact. You just become very chilled out and you feel great. But the come round is uh, from it is just awful, but that's yeah. partly why they. I mean, they made me drink it for one thing because it tastes vile, so you get le- you don't get a taste for it. But yeah, your body just. Uh, I think everybody has a bad reaction to it, and I was I spewed like there's no tomorrow. I'm pumped full of stuff. So, Aww. have you ever been told of the weird thing that you you know when normally when they put you under they get you to count backwards or or cough. Have you ever had someone with you who's taken the piss out of you for the way that you handled it? I was going to say, w- w- where were you, Andy, when, <laughs> when yeah. they asked you to cough? Did they cut parts of you at the same time? <laughs> oh, now, Mr. Bar, cough. <laughs> I'm just going to measure you for pants, <laughs> honest. I can't, it was, I've had a few, op- op- <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few operations, but one of them, they, I think they asked me to, to count a short number, a short series of numbers, then cough. I think it might have been five or something or three, and I had to cough. And apparently, I, I've, I think it must be my mum who was with me. Apparently, I just went three, two, one, <laughs> and then I was out. <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up from a couple of my operations where they pretty much just strapped me into the the bed that I couldn't move. 
um, when I when I wake up and I freaked out and they said to me, "Oh, sorry, we had to strap you in because we got sick and tired of tucking you back in." Apparently, I kept spinning on the on the bed in one spot. <laughs> but then you said before, haven't you? I can't remember if you said it on mic or off mic, but that you um, when you sleep, you actually do move around in your sleep. So I wonder if it's the same in that situation. Yeah, because yeah, at home I bounce and and turn. I've been told when. Most recently, all they did with me is the, I, the cats. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> I just drifted out. But I think when they did my hernia, they made me count backwards. Yeah. Um, what I do remember from this time is that when the, when I was chatting to the, uh, anaesthetist, the assistant anaesthetist, the trainee nurse, God knows what, why they had so many people with me, but obviously I'm popular. <laughs> the, yeah. I said, well, I said, I was like, I think you, you've given me the, um, Whatever you've given me starting to take effect. Is it the anesthetic? And he went, nope, that's the painkiller. Oh, man. And I went to sleep really quickly after that. Boom, out. <laughs> Does anybody after an operation have the thought that, like, this thought that I had, basically, which was, like, obviously you're laying on the bed, you've got a sheet over you, you know, underwear on, blah, blah, blah. And then you realise... They depants me, but keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you realise that, obviously, when you've been on the table, you've been fast asleep and you're completely, probably, bulk naked, uh, you're completely naked. Like, you know, and I, I don't know, I just, I literally sort of woke up because I had my gallbladder removed. Once I'd sort of come around and things, I was kind of like, huh, they probably saw everything. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'll let him enjoy the sight, so, you know, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, like, literally was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm quite body shame, You know, like, I've got body shames and stuff like that, you know, kind of thing, and insecurities and stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'd never considered uh, that, but maybe I should manscape before I go under next time. <laughs> 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 Going for one of those. What do they? What do they have the signs up as? Uh, intimate waxing. Yeah, sack back <laughs> yeah. and crack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your legs That's and uh, yeah. I maybe get like a heart waxed in. <laughs> yeah, or you could get it bezazzled. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Fa- I'm not sure if that's popular still, but. A nice diamond yeah, encrusted, diamond encrusted pouch on it. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. You should do it. Would it have um, Cupid's arrow going through the middle? It already has. <laughs> <laughs> it is still working though, right? I'm thinking after the arrow's gone through. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only a flesh wound. <laughs> it's just like a piercing. Yeah. God, piercing down there. Ouch. Can't imagine that's fun. That's a hardy soul who does that. That's one of the questions they they, they asked of me before the you know before the, the surgery etc. Got any piercings that you? I so if they are, I don't know about them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because like, they go through a list, don't they? Piercings, metal items in your body, uh, false yes. teeth, um, which again, you know, no one will ever know of with me. Is it yes or a no? Uh, can't even tell the medical profession it's that secret. Uh, but yeah, a list of other things you go through. Well, it's like I've got my tragus pierced, um, and so when I when I went in for my operation, they had to cover it up because otherwise, I don't know, it would have affected something or other. But yeah, because I can't, I can't physically, can't physically take that one out. 
Um, yeah, you need help with pliers and stuff to take that one out. But I, I, yeah, I'm scared to ask what the hell that is. I've never heard. Of oh, tragus. Um, it's it's only it's only on my ear. Mm. Um, but you know, you know where you've got your, you know, the bit that sort of joins the ear to your head, sort of thing, and then you've got a little bump. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, causes your sort of earlobe. Um, it's just that bit there, the little lumpy bit. The little wind deflectors. Yeah, kind of. I think we're talking about the right yeah. thing. Where, where all um, your hair grows out of. No, I ain't got gr- hair growing out of my ears. Did she wait to get to my age? Yeah. Well, oh dear. Sometimes you don't know whether to plait it or cut it. Is that what I've got to expect? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just want to do a growing competition, see how long you can grow it before you cut it. Uh, on, a, on that point, nasal hair? Do you have a problem with that or is that? Is that one to expect? Oh, yes. Yeah, and again, you always get one rogue one that wants to try and join its compatriots on the chin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sending you a picture, Andy, so you can can see where it is. The interesting one I got before they knocked me out was uh, when they go in, do you have any metal in your body? And, of course, you're thinking no. And I remember, of course, mesh from my hernia repair. So about oh, five weeks before yeah. I went, and I'm going, I've, I, I panicked, I've forgotten, I'm going, uh, uh, I've got mesh in me, is that be a problem? No, where is it? So I'm like, hernia, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, so Gemma, you may, yeah. you may or may not, I don't, I'm not sure women get, but yeah, that's where men generally get their hair in their ears. Oh, uh, right, okay. Well, I'm female, so hopefully I won't ever have that. But, oh shit, I've just touched it. It's, uh... it's hairy, it's yeah. hairy. Oh, it's okay, it's attached to my head. <laughs> let, let me just zoom in on this picture. Oh, look, there's a nice long one. <laughs> You're there in the mirror, yeah. like pulling it out with your nose. <laughs> Sometimes I want to join my rogue eyebrow with my rogue ear to my rogue nose. Oh, lovely. Oh, Andy, you're such a catch. Yeah. Yeah. Longer and longer and longer. Have a Bobby Charlton comb over. But no, I do. I have in my eyebrow, I've got one rogue hair that just will grow in a completely different direction to its brothers and sisters. Do you not ever want to just pluck it out? Well, no. looking your eyebrows, so I'd say just keep trimming bits of your eyebrows, to be honest. Yeah, i hack away. I'd get the garden shears out. <laughs> oh, see, I'd have to pluck that one out. I must no. be quite lucky, because I don't have yeah. to. My eyebrows aren't too bad, to be honest. How old are you? I'm getting closer to 40, so... Right. He's 37. No, I'm... Yeah, so your your roguenness should have started to kick in by now. <laughs> you're, you're thirty, you're thirty six at the moment, but you're thirty seven this year, aren't in you? In a row, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a year you should be proud of. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's the Kevin Smith year. Yep. <laughs> ah, what fun! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, somebody. Th- it's my birthday tomorrow. It just is. in case nobody knew. Uh, today what? is the first of April, so I was very nearly an April Fool's baby. That that justifies life but yeah so i'm uh, somebody thought that i was actually 26 today so i was like yes, excellent yes, I am. excellent <laughs> oh dear what do they want no no nothing no, no. they were just blind no <laughs> <laughs> did they have their um companion child <laughs> Yes, they service did, yeah. child. <laughs> no, they had an ostrich. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's amazing what you can do with animals yeah. these days. <laughs> no, um, no, because I have got, I am quite young looking for oh, I my agree. age. That's true. I so, agree. Yeah, so it's all the puppy fat, I'm sure, or as 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 adults say, fat. <laughs> 
See, when you said puppy fat, I didn't think of anything to be fat. I was thinking, is this some sort of new skin treatment that I'm not aware yeah. of? Yeah, they drain oh, no, the fat no. from puppies? <laughs> <laughs> no. No puppies were harmed for this treatment. <laughs> but how are you doing with your new medication? Me? Yes. Yeah, I'm doing much, 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 much better. Excellent. Thank because you. you've been a bit sick with it, weren't you? Oh, it was a very ill with it, unfortunately. But um, after about two, maybe three weeks, it kind of my body kind of adjusted to it, which was nice. Good. But um, now it's like yesterday was uh, Mother's Day in the UK, so uh, and we went out for a Sunday roast, mm-hmm. and I put the usual amount that I would put on my plate. You know, I not over. Uh, not overeating sort of thing but the usual amount yes and uh yeah and i could only eat half of it because it's like it must be working that it's actually shrunk my stomach Mm. now and also i've lost just over a stone now oh excellent yeah so a little bit more and then i'm gonna start doing the exercise because i just wanted to not be i i don't know i just didn't want to like be completely out of breath when i was doing exercise i wanted to lose a bit of weight before i did it so Yes, so excellent. Yes, I think it's about sixteen pound. Wow, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm very pleased, and but you know the journey needs to carry on. So So. we'll sign you up for uh, a five k next year. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? You never know. Because like this time next year, I could be doing anything really, can't I? Yeah, I'll be running alongside Andy. Yeah, handing me the sports drinks. Keep up, (laughs) Jamie up. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I will be on the sideline drinking coffee. Going, good on you. Yeah, <laughs> throwing the microphone. Yeah. yeah, speaking to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. You're breathing too hard. <laughs> Do you know, I've I've started a new uh, listening to a new podcast, and it's actually two people running and doing a podcast. Wow, that's is that a real thing, or are you just being funny right now? No, 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 no. Oh, it's real. Yeah, okay. it's it's on our network. It's on the pod, um, the Podbean. Uh, one of our listeners, Podbean. um. Matt uh, told me all about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's called The Running Commentary. Ah. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Oh, that was that's the most annoying thing with the Podbean app. If you accidentally touch a podcast, it decides it wants to start playing. Ah, uh, okay. Was that our podcast, though? No. Because I've already listened to that, so I know. Okay. <laughs> you could have said yes just for the lie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That was no, Brian Andy's. Cox who guest guest hosted on on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, this weekend. Uh, so when this episode actually drops on Sunday, um, you're going to be in Germany, aren't you? Yes, but Andy. Sadly, I won't be doing the full half marathon. Oh, really? Is that because of your teeth or yeah, not being able to train? Because I haven't been able to train for the last three to four weeks, uh, just before. I actually went in for my dental surgery. I started to get really bad lactic acid build up after three or four kilometers. So I decided anyway, I was going to have a rest week and that's just turned into a rest four weeks. So I did two and a half K today and my lungs were shot to pieces. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it because if I do, then it'll be another month that I'm laid up because I've over, I've overstretched. Yeah. So no, sadly this year it's just going to be a training year um, for me. So uh-huh. I'll just be getting out, doing the miles, doing the kilometres, and then next year I'll uh, aim to to pick back up. But last year and so far this year, training wise, I've been up and down with injury and an illness. So yeah, well you've got you've got to listen to your body, haven't you? But yeah. yeah. 
So, you, so are you not going to do it at all then? Or um... I'm going to play by ear. I'll be taking out my PE equipment. And uh, yeah, so the original plan that I had last week was that I would do 10K and then mm-hmm. pull out, but I might just do... You see, the, the thing, that the route, if as soon as you get out to about 4K, it's another 4K back to where I'm staying. Um, right. So okay, if I'm going to yeah. do that, I might as well just do 10K and then do, you know, the, the couple of the 900 metres is to where I'm staying from there. So I don't know. I'll play it by ear. But, uh, yeah. Or just enjoy yourself and have a holiday. That's the other thing as well. So, yeah. De- yeah, because you, you need it at the moment because of work and things. So Yeah, yeah and it'll let you yeah. repair better if you just rest. So Yeah, that's it. But, uh, I mean, you know what it's like yourself we did you know having sort of trained with the weights and stuff as soon as you miss a couple of sessions or have an extended yep. period of time you're just chomping yep. at the bit to to get yeah, back it's at like it I, it's like i used to do zumba mm. um and Whoa. sort of aqua zumba and lands they called it land zumba but just regular zumba and like if you missed three or four weeks of that then you wouldn't be able to get back into the routine that you used to it's mm. like i used to be really really good at it but then I missed a couple, and when I came back, it was like some of the routines had changed, so that kind of threw me a little bit. Mm. But the other routines, I kind of forgotten, you know, kind of what I was doing. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't take long done, to get back it? into the swing, the swing of things. No. But uh, yeah, it's just that initial period where you can't do anything, but you you just want to get out there and do something. Well, I'm having that at the moment because I want the questions of somebody: How quickly can I go back to? doing weights, etc. And so you've got to give it uh, at least a week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm chomping. I was chomping at the bit, to be honest, the day after. Mm. I was having to, and I still am having to mentally stop myself, getting up in the morning, exercising, doing weights, push-ups, and going out. I can walk and do things like that, but I've got to be careful doing stuff. So, yeah. But I miss, I mean, weights, are, I enjoy doing them. They give me, it gives me a, a, a good burst. So, yeah. See, that's why I need to lose weight and tone up so that I can be as skinny and wonderful as you two, hell freaks. <laughs> but, Gemma, you are wonderful. Thank you, James. <laughs> oh, thank you. Don't worry, Andy, just stay quiet. Yeah, no, I don't want more than I have. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, awkward. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm awful like that. That's the problem. As as soon as not you put me on the spot, but as soon as like you're like looking up, well, you say something. It's like uh, blank. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, don't worry. You know, us females kind of even if you don't believe it. Sometimes we quite like to be lied to in a way if it's nice. Yeah. So if if somebody, you know, like I, I assume that James meant that I was wonderful then. I but, you know, if he was lying, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm sure he yeah, sure did. But like if he was lying, it wouldn't matter to me necessarily because it made me feel good. Yeah. So but then the big massive silence afterwards didn't make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not trusting it's not trusting yourself to, to sound sincere when you say something like that's the biggest problem okay well we'll teach you because yeah. we never really like discuss you running and whatnot so yeah. have you ever done like london marathon or anything like that no so that i've only ever done half marathons so that's uh 21 kilometers 13 point something miles 
Um, is that a half one? Or that's is that a half a whole marathon, one? yeah. Oh, blimey. So, yeah, I mean, the plan this year... So what's year, a whole one, 42-ish? 42 kilometres, 26 miles, yeah. Blimey. Yeah, so the plan this year, because I'm I'm hitting the big 4-0 in November, yeah. Bon was always going to be a training session, but the ultimate aim was in October, I'd run the full Amsterdam marathon. I no longer have that as a target because I don't want to push myself. Now, that might change later on in the year. I might choose a different um, marathon um, somewhere else. But uh, yeah, yeah. so that's my next target is to run a marathon. So Yeah. But yeah. Well, good luck. If ever you need us to come and support you, Andy, just let us know. We'll, we'll be, our, be the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. We'll get pom-poms and stuff. That's it. And as long as there's coffee, I'll be there. So. Yeah. Give me an A. Give me an N. Yep. Give me a D. Give me a Y. Why? Because it's Andy. Yeah, so, <laughs> meanwhile, Andy's now a kilometre down the road. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be shouting, just give me my cappuccino, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because he wants it. Because he wants it. <laughs> James would be queuing up for his coffee, and just as he's about to be asked for his order, that's when I go past him. Yeah. Yeah. Or just as you turn around. I go, well yeah. done, keep going, Andy. Yeah. Uh, I, need, I need an espresso treble, please. Yeah. We'll be there with megaphones. Yeah. You know, so that you can hear us yeah. before you even see us. That's it. So, uh, yeah. But no, next year we'll be uh, back on it. Good. Good for you. Okay, well... I think that's a good place to end the episode. I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week. So I'm Gemma. I'm James. I'm Andy. Thank you for listening to this week's Talking Codswallop. If you enjoyed this episode, why not go back and listen to the previous episodes? You can find Talking Codswallop on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Codswallop Pod. This podcast is available on Podbean, No Phony Podcast Network, iTunes, Stitcher and many other podcast mediums. Thank you for listening to our Godswallop. Am I talking to myself? I think I am.